This is Sarah Lemon, author of the Whole Dish blog and food writer for the Mail Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced in the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. You can find it online at mailtribune.com forward slash podcasts and read my blog, The Whole Dish, at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. The latest post to my blog was inspired by a sweet deal I got on a bag of organic lemons at my favorite locally owned grocery store, Food for Less in Medford. Now, it's not hard for me to use up a bag of lemons. I use lemons frequently in my cooking, but certainly it did sort of nudge me in the direction of making something a little bit out of the ordinary with this flavor, which of course I happen to love. Most people say is completely appropriate given my name, although that's purely coincidental. But it is true that among people in my household and my family circle, I have much more enthusiasm for lemon desserts and lemon quick breads, you know, sweet things with lemon than the average person. But for all of lemon's less popular reception in the baking world than some other ingredients, the key ingredient in this lemon loaf that's posted to my blog is orange blossom water. And now I'll give you the headline because I didn't want to give it away. Orange blossom water sets lemon loaf cake apart. That was posted on October 5th to my blog, The Whole Dish, mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. This recipe was created by writers for the Los Angeles Times, and it's right up my alley for not just the lemon, but the orange blossom water. What is orange blossom water exactly? It's more of an aroma than a flavor. It is an ingredient, but it could easily pass for like a cologne as well. It's widespread throughout the Middle East and sort of in the Eastern Mediterranean, certainly in Greece. Not really seen very often in the United States, except in, you know, certain communities by certain people or people who work in the food industry or in the know. It is sort of making some inroads, but ask, you know, 10 Americans if they've ever cooked with orange blossom water and probably will get a lot of blank looks. I happen to find out about it just sort of through random exposure, really. I had read about it somewhere and then happened to see it at a Middle Eastern deli in Grants Pass, Abu's Oasis. This is becoming a lot more readily available on global aisles of well-stocked grocery stores, but it certainly would be available at Medford's Asia Grocery Market, which is by Winco. Or you can order orange blossom water, as you can just about any spice or seasoning these days, certainly shelf-stable, online. This one that I happen to have is Cortis brand, which is also known for rose water, another one of my favorite under-the-radar additions and pomegranate molasses. This is made in Lebanon, and it has one ingredient, distilled bitter orange blossom water. These are the blossoms from a bitter orange tree. It's not bitter at all. Again, it's perfumey, so you have to use this sparingly. It's like lavender, adding lavender flowers to your cooking. Too much, and it it does become bitter as perfume essences will. 
just a tiny, tiny splash adds that je ne sais quoi to so many things. As simple as just splashing it into your green tea to just take that bitter note out of the tea itself to using in baked goods like this one that I posted to my blog. This retails for about $8. It's a 10 ounce bottle and it will last seemingly forever. <laughs> I have had mine in my refrigerator. I mean, it's actually moved with me to refrigerators in different houses for close to 15 years. It's probably more than three quarters gone at this point, but there's no reason to throw it out. It tastes the same, smells the same to me as it did the day that I bought it. The same with rose water. And I love reasons to incorporate this essence, which is really what it is. Because done correctly, people won't know what it is. They won't notice that there's anything out of the ordinary about a recipe, but they'll go, wow, that's really different. You know, what did you put in this? It makes an impression, and I love that. I love recipes that are really distinctive and really outside the box. Orange Blossom Yogurt Lemon Loaf. Obviously, this essence goes great with all kinds of citrus. And this loaf could be prepared with a variety of citrus, particularly as it's coming on during the cold season here in a couple of months. You can experiment with the variety, but for the meantime, Lemons are readily available, even though they have been in storage for a while, at least domestically. So orange blossom yogurt lemon loaf calls for one and a third cups all-purpose flour, two teaspoons baking powder, a half teaspoon kosher salt, one and a quarter cups granulated sugar, which is, of course, white sugar, and that's a divided use, two lemons, a third cup vegetable oil, and you can use any other kind of neutral oil, including grapeseed oil or avocado oil, I prefer. Two large eggs at room temperature. One cup full fat plain Greek yogurt. Bear in mind, that doesn't have to be Greek yogurt. Any plain, really thick yogurt that has been strained. Nancy's yogurt here in Oregon is a great example. I keep Nancy's in my refrigerator all the time the plain and or honey yogurt is something that just swaps straight across for greek yogurt i don't go out of my way to buy quote unquote greek yogurt and of course that one teaspoon orange blossom water it starts by heating the oven to 350 degrees fahrenheit lightly coat an eight and a half by four and a half inch loaf pan with nonstick cooking spray and then line the bottom with parchment paper and spray again in a medium bowl whisk the one and a third cups flour with the two teaspoons baking powder and the half teaspoon kosher salt place one cup of the sugar in the bowl of a food processor now if you don't have a food processor near the end of this podcast i'll tell you how to make this recipe without one it is very simple and straightforward of course a food processor will yield a product that's just slightly different or if you just don't want to get out your food processor and have to wash it i know sometimes i'm not in the mood for that you can mix this by hand so place the one cup sugar in the bowl of food processor if you're making it that way. And then use a microplane grater. Again, one of my hands down favorite kitchen tools. It's just become indispensable microplane to remove the zest from both the lemons, letting it fall directly over the sugar. Juice the lemons into a separate bowl and reserve. 
you should have at least six tablespoons juice. A citrus reamer is really handy for this if you don't have another kind of juicing gadget. I kind of like the old school just wooden reamer to help get all that juice out. Of course, there's lots of sort of tips and tricks to get the most juice out of a lemon, including rolling it on the counter. I have also heard some chefs say, poke some holes in it and microwave it for 30 seconds and you'll get the most juice possible out of it. During this season when lemons aren't at their peak, they do get a little dry. You may wanna try some of those tips or just use another lemon if you don't get six tablespoons of juice. The ones I bought were on the small side and I expect that for this recipe, I would need more than the two it calls for. In the food processor, pulse the sugar until it's evenly yellow. Now remember the lemon zest is in there with it and has a texture of wet sand. Preparing this in a food processor eliminates the shreds of citrus zest that would be in the finished product of the cake. So it makes a more refined texture and a more refined batter when you do it in the food processor. To the food processor, add the third cup vegetable or other neutral flavored oil, pulse until it's well mixed, and then crack the two eggs into the bowl of the food processor and pulse just until incorporated. Add the one cup full fat plain Greek yogurt to the food processor bowl or other yogurt of your preference, but plain and one that's full fat is what works for this recipe. It needs the richness. And of course, you don't want a sweetened product. And add one tablespoon of the reserved lemon juice and a half teaspoon of the orange blossom water. Pulse just until the last streak of white yogurt disappears. And then sprinkle the flour mixture evenly over the wet ingredients and pulse just until smooth. Pour the batter into the prepared pan and smooth the top. Bake in the preheated 350 degree oven until a wooden skewer inserted in the center comes out clean for about 55 minutes. Then cool the loaf in the pan on a wire rack for 15 minutes. And you're gonna finish this with a syrup that's gonna soak up even more lemony flavor and just that little touch of orange blossom water. So to do that in a small saucepan, combine the remaining quarter cup sugar, with a quarter cup reserved lemon juice. Set the pan over medium heat and bring to a boil, stirring to dissolve the sugar. Then boil until the liquid is clear for about a minute. Remove the pan from the heat and stir in the remaining half teaspoon orange blossom water. Unmold the still warm cake. You want it still warm because it really soaks up this syrup. And brush the bottom and sides evenly with the lemon syrup. Cool completely on a wire rack. So this cake can be wrapped tightly in plastic wrap and kept at room temperature for up to a week if it lasts that long. I don't think it would last a week in my house. Well, not with me around being the one who'd want to eat it most. There are several variations on this cake. One that we already mentioned is you can substitute other citrus for the lemons and experiment with some of those. Meyer lemons certainly are very, very popular and have their own floral aroma but they definitely don't have that tart zest and zip that regular lemons, Eureka lemons and Lisbon lemons do. So I find in baked goods, unless the recipe is written specifically for Meyer lemons, 
the end product just does not have enough lemon flavor. So I would caution you against using Meyer lemon specifically in this recipe with this quantity of sugar, unless you're not looking for a really pronounced lemon flavor. You just are not going to get it from a Meyer lemon. But of course, mandarins, clementines, or a combination of citrus is really, really nice to experiment with during the citrus season. You can also make what's become popular here over the past couple of decades, particularly in California with California-grown olives, and that's an extra virgin olive oil cake. You see these on restaurant menus, olive oil cake. And if you like that particular note, and there's lots of really, really great olive oils out there, but you want to be choosy with the ones that you are using in this context. A nice kind of like peppery olive oil that has like that kind of grassy green flavor. And one, of course, that's as fresh as possible. That certainly is kind of its own genre of cake that is very enjoyable and has become popular. So try that. Substitute the extra virgin olive oil. That's a third of a cup for the neutral flavored oil in this recipe. And you can also glaze the lemon loaf. Instead of making the syrup, you can make a confectioner sugar glaze, which is more classic and will dry kind of hard on the loaf if you like that. And you can make that by stirring four teaspoons fresh lemon juice and a half teaspoon orange blossom water into one cup powdered sugar. This will make a very thick glaze. Again, we're going for a totally different texture and visual than we are with the syrup. Spread that evenly over the cooled cake, letting it naturally drip down the sides, just kind of organically. It looks a little rustic and certainly homemade. And again, if you don't have a food processor or you don't want to use one, you can mix this batter by hand. And it starts by placing the sugar in a large bowl and zesting the lemons over it. Then with your fingers, rub in the zest. So you're really releasing all those essential oils. You are still going to get some shreds of lemon zest in the finished product, but you're really trying to release all the aroma and flavor from that lemon zest. Then into that bowl, whisk in the oil, third cup, then the eggs, two eggs cracked into the bowl, then the one cup full fat plain yogurt, one tablespoon of the lemon juice, and a half teaspoon of the orange blossom water. Add the dry ingredients slowly to this. While whisking, start sprinkling in the flour mixture until the batter resembles pancake batter. Adding half of that flour mixture. Folding with the spatula just until incorporated and then repeat with the remaining flour mixture until it's all incorporated. And then proceed with the recipe by pouring the batter into the prepared loaf pan and baking in the preheated oven as directed in the recipe posted to my most recent blog, Orange Blossom Water Sets Lemon Loaf Cake Apart. That's from October 5th, emailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle 
forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. I have the Los Angeles Times to thank for that one, as well as a number of other recipes that are posted to my blog. I like to curate some of the best from large newspapers with test kitchen food sections around the country. So find more of those on my blog. Thanks for listening to and reading The Whole Dish.